welcome to another sh- episode of well, I'm like, which show is this? Who invited her? We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I am here with my other host, uh, Bashi is here. Hello. And Ms. Miriam T is here. Hi, everybody. It's she, her, me. <laughs> and Mexican Eric is here, too. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you guys? This is the first time all four of us have been on in a while. Like at least six weeks. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think the last uh, time Marion was on, you were doing makeup, and that was at least a month ago because you took a break from from drag yeah. for a bit. I, I today is today is exactly a month with zero drag. Wow, how That's does that feel? The longest I've gone in. Um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I was like driving myself crazy trying to like stay relevant and keep doing stuff yeah. online with all this new world that we have. But then I realized I was like, listen, bitch, the only thing you've been whining about for the last year is like, I'm tired. I want to break. I need a vacation. <laughs> and I'm like, take the fucking opportunity, bitch. So it's yeah. been lovely. Do, do you feel, feel uh, more in, invigorated to do drag now? Literally like we're about to get, we got Miriam 2.0 last fall. I'm working on Miriam 3.0 right mm. now. I've been working on new costumes. I kind of have a new aesthetic a little bit. I've broken out of my box a little bit. Nice. And I'm really excited. And what face are, are you doing today? Well, okay, so I'm letting you guys decide my face. So before we started, <laughs> um, I asked I asked the gang if they wanted uh, thick, squatty eyebrows or thin, high eyebrows. So we're going with some thin, high thin eyebrows. high eyebrows. And then... I'm just going to let them decide every step of the way. Bashi, do you have an opinion? I could see see your face bubbling. What's going on? I want to, well, we're already not off to a good start because I wanted the other eyebrows. Too bad. Wanted, no, I'm kidding. He wanted short, squatty eyebrows. I like his you know, squatty. He's short and squatty. <laughs> I feel like it's a Mr. Potato Head and we're picking all the parts to put on me. I love that. <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> Oh, you guys, it's been a rough couple weeks with the way everything's going in the news, this country, Ugh. all of that. Um, it's it's really hard to focus on anything else. Um, but I do think, like, if, 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 any, if anybody hasn't had a chance, go back to last week's episode, because we had Strawberry Corncakes, who was a local drag queen in San Diego, and it was a great episode. Also, if for people listening... We gave you two episodes last week. We gave you Miss Strawberry Corncakes, and then we had Nikki Paris on, which was another great episode, like back-to-back in two weeks. And then I just want to let everybody know, next weekend we have another local drag queen coming on the show. Um, Viva the Forest is going to be joining us and hanging out for the hour, and that's going to be very entertaining and high. I'm just I'm excited to see what she has to say and get to know her and get to you got her backstory, to all of that. It's gonna be a very, very fun episode. But how are you all handling everything that's going on? Your thoughts, viewpoints, all of that, because we really haven't talked about it in our little group on the on the show yet. So if anybody wants to chime in first. Well, I mean, San Diego more than ever, I think we kind of forget how conservative it is, yeah. but there is a Trump birthday boat show on San Diego Bay right now. Wait, today? Parade, yeah. Right like now. A boat, like a boat fuck? parade. Who allowed that? I don't know, but oh. Eric Trump's wife is like directly involved. It's coming straight down from the White House. Like Republicans are falling in line with <laughs> orders. It's fucking crazy. Like I the country is just splitting in half at I this point. I hate him. I, I hate him with such a passion. He's a horrible human being, and I'm I just can't wait till he's out of office. And the only way that's gonna happen is if everybody gets out in November and fucking votes. That's yep. the only way any of this is gonna change is get him out of yeah. there and everybody has to vote. It's Honestly, like annoying nothing, at this point. Nothing kills a boner more than somebody telling you that they're not voting. I know. Oh god, for real. I'm like, are yeah. you fucking serious? Like, what are you doing that's so important that you can't yeah. make an hour out of your day to Go figure it out. I know. Yeah. It's not that hard. Seriously. Um, how are you doing with everything, Miriam? Um, well, um, it's been mentally exhausting. I've been trying to really support um, my friends of color, especially my black yeah. friends, especially my black trans friends. 
Um, I, I've gone to a couple protests. Um, I'm signing a lot of uh, signing a lot of petitions and donating when I can, and just trying to share as much info as I can with everybody. Yeah. Um, I've been super busy with work. I'm back at Mo's four or five nights a week. Yeah, um, you've, been, you've been really busy with Mo's. Yeah. So um, adjusting to this new life and and the new way that we have to work and stuff, mm-hmm. it's been challenging, but it's 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 been nice to. I work with Glitz a lot. My drag yeah. mom. She's my she's my manager three nights of the week that I work. So it's nice to get to see her more. And a lot of my coworkers, you know, Moses, like a really, it really is like a family. Oh yeah. So it's nice getting to, um, it's, it's, it's been nice to be able to have people to talk to. I think not just uh, the family for the workers, but also for people in the community. Like it's like, yeah, to just come and chill for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And for, for sure. And, and, I, and, I, and I think the point you brought up about signing petitions and donating, Strawberry brought that up on the last episode for people who, because we were talking about the protests, and there are some people who are physically not able to go out and <laughs> protest um, for whatever reason. So there are other ways to get involved with the Black Lives Movement, which we cannot stop focusing on and let it go by the wayside. Because I know the media, they'll, they'll, they'll go on to the next story. But we still have yeah. to stay vigilant with the movement because it's it's I I think you're start we're starting to see some ripple effect even with the way people are thinking is starting to change. Oh a little. yeah, I yeah. mean there's already been a lot a lot has happened because of these protests and stuff. Yeah, but we're just getting started. Yeah, I know, like it's it's incredible how things have been up for debate for like mm. five years and then all of a sudden two weeks happens and they're all, you know it's not an issue anymore all the statues yeah. came down what finally come on we're, now. Yeah. <laughs> we're that's like okay first of all the least important thing of everything going on because people are actually dying but yeah. it took you assholes five years to see that people were fucking uncomfortable with this and now everything's just toppling like yeah which is which is good that's what needs to happen the only thing that i've seen with all of this that that kind of gets gets to me is the cancellation culture has like it seems like everybody's ready to pounce 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 and and i think it's great but sometimes i think people need to take a step back and be like okay there's there because me i was having this discussion with robbie who's here hi rob Hi, Rob. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm here, too. He's running around <laughs> yeah, like crazy, hey. making the show look great. Um, and though, and you guys, for everybody who's been watching on YouTube for the last few weeks, all of everything you see on YouTube, it's all because of Rob. Rob does all of the hard work, and he's been doing so good with it. So, But like I was saying, we were having this conversation where... I think there's a di- there's a there's a difference between ignorance and just flat out uh, racism and hatred. And I think people who choose to be racist and hatred need to be canceled immediately. But of then course. I've noticed there's some people who ask for information or to be educated um, because they just don't know. And I've seen it on social media where somebody will post something a question and they get attacked for even asking the question. And that seems to get to me instead of somebody just taking a breath and be like, here's some tools. Now go out and educate yourself. I have a counterpoint to that. Sure. Like if you have a question about something, Mm -hmm. go ask one of your black friends. If you don't know how to handle the situation, pass it through a few people and try to figure it out. I, I say like, learn on your own time but don't use social media as as your sounding board to like try to learn things that's ridiculous yeah why why you that means you don't have any black friends yeah Oop. it's true yeah. Yeah. or even <laughs> if it's do. not within the let's say it's related to the black lives matter movement you're still using some people are still using Social media as a sounding board to get information. But what I'm that, trying to say is even, even within friends groups, I've seen it even on social media where somebody's asking a legit question and people are ready to attack them for even bringing people, up the question. And yeah. So I, and so not high. understanding that maybe their background they weren't exposed to this. They weren't put in a position where now I think people who just skate it by with issues are really getting pressured to make a decision. Yeah, no, that's, friends, that's, that's true. 
But I don't think as as your friends, you should cancel them out just for asking a question, which I've seen. No. I've seen a lot of it on on Facebook. That's what what kills me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, try to to pose that through a couple rungs of approval before you post about it. Like, because you could wind up sounding really ignorant and tone deaf, and that's kind of not acceptable anymore. But some yeah. people like it, what uh, the way this came up was we, me and Rob were talking about like the first time I met Rob's family who, um, yeah, who live in a really, when I see a small town in Michigan, it's a small mm-hmm. town in Michigan where it's, and they've never left that small town. They've never traveled. Mm-hmm. They only know their bubble. So me coming in there as a Hispanic gay man, like I just remember the first interaction with Rob's family and his dad told me like, your people do good work. I've never had a problem with your people. (laughs) And that was the first time in a long time that I was like, what do you mean by my people? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it maliciously. It's because they just, they didn't know. They wanted to relate to me and that's how they did. They were, they had a Mexican part of town that they were so wanting to show me and so eager to show me. Like, we got to drive Tony to the Mexican part of town. I want him to see them. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 uh. it's, it's, it's good. But they were trying to like, hey, I, we're trying to understand you and let you know that we're okay with you. But that was the only way they knew how to do it. Um, it's good intentions. Yeah. And then now, seeing his parents now, how... Like, that's not even a question anymore. And even, like, the first time I brought Rob to Arizona to meet my family, which is a big Mexican family, for Thanksgiving, um, and his mom called and he asked, she asked Rob, what does um, Tony's family eat for Thanksgiving? Do they eat turkey and stuff? And I, mean, and I remember we were with my whole family and my everybody in my family was like, she for real? Like, no, you have tamales in Mexico, but yeah, we eat turkey. <laughs> But that's oh, okay. Ahead, okay, ahead, I have in. to chime in here because that is true. That yeah. that they they did ask that. But I do have to say, a lot of times when I'm the only white guy at your um, Mexican yeah. family <laughs> gatherings, it's like, let's see what the white guy does. Let's see what that, because <laughs> so um, they're like, let's see if he eats this or he knows what this is or he knows. So is that um, too hot for you, Rob? Is that is too, too hot? hot? Like, are you it's okay? Spicy. You're doing okay. You got to be careful. So I guess it kind of works both ways. <laughs> yeah. But that's what brought it up was just because I saw a lot of it on Facebook where groups of friends were canceling out in the comments and stuff from people I know. were canceling each other out because a friend asked a genuine question to their friends in a thread of comments, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, well, maybe it's like the situation with Rob's parents where they just they just don't know. They want to know, but they just don't know. So do you educate those people or do you – be like, no, you go figure that out on your own. I think that like, yes, you do educate those people and you try to rein them in and figure it out. But I think that the reason that right now it's tired is because it's on you to educate yourself yeah, and not have to like put that on everybody else yeah. to yeah. like, so like have your own private moments where you research a topic and you try to bring as much to the table as you can. Just don't, don't like people have more important things to deal with, like trying not to get shot and stuff than to like educate you on like how the world works. You know what I mean? Like, but, but I see what you're saying. And there are the boomer generations. That is a point where I do get a little concerned though, is because we know how to act because we've been educated and we've, we've grown up in a different time, but like to the older generation, it's clear they're only reading Facebook headlines. So like, how do we get to them? How do, how do you, that's the, that is a great thing that you brought up because I was thinking the same thing when you're dealing with, especially your parents, the boomer generation, Mm -hmm. how do you get them to, understand where you're coming from because there is so like the old saying like stuck in your ways you know what i mean you know so what how i told do mine you do that i told mine if you ever get into a situation where you don't understand something that's going on number one like do not argue it yeah if somebody's trying to tell you something and you're not from that background just shut the fuck up and listen and be polite and just let it end yeah because the last thing I want is for my parents to be on a YouTube video going viral on Karen's going wild or something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like that I'm is really my number one God. fear. 
that is my number one fear. But that's there, your number they, one fear. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. Like, how the fuck am I going to deal with that? Like, yeah. you don't want that. But yeah, that's up to people to try to tell their parents, like, hey, you just gotta like wait. Don't try to like and push your issue on somebody else. Like, you're you're not from that background. You wouldn't like it if somebody did that exactly. to you. So just back off and ask the question later in a private moment. Exactly. Don't put it. Don't put anything on Facebook politically ever. Like that's our number one rule in my house. Don't do it. Because I'm, <laughs> me and my sister it. are assuming like the the leads and you gotta of all of that, right? Them. They weren't prepared. Facebook yeah. just made the internet easy for them, and they don't know how to fucking react to it. So yeah. it's I, yeah, it's just it's an interest. It's it's very interesting to see the conversations happening right now, and a lot of them are important, and it's a great thing that it is happening, but. Some people just don't have the tools on how to communicate it with a different generation than they're in. I will um, say this. I think people have learned more in the last two weeks than they have in the last two oh, decades. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll even say that about myself. <laughs> Shit. There was a lot of yeah. like, you think you're woke and then you realize, oh, wait, you're not as woke as you thought Never. you were. But also, too, like with the Black Lives Matter movement, I think I told Corn Corn Cakes this is as a person, as a Hispanic person, it feels good to see some minority getting the attention they deserve, like the black community, which needs to happen. And even I think maybe within other minority groups, whether it's the Hispanic culture, the Asian culture, whichever ones, I think they all have this feeling of. Yes, at least one of us is getting attention and fixing. Maybe when they're done fixing that group, it'll move on to our group and it'll you know trickle what, down. You know what I, I keep hearing from my 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 friends of color that are going yeah. to the protests and everything, and they're like, I've never been in a situation where this many people are throwing love and support at me, and it's a really insane, like oh, cathartic yeah. feeling. And I'm like, that's pride. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I feel every day on Pride, and it's sad yeah. that people don't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree. Um, how are you doing with it, Eric? Um, you know, it was an interesting time uh, for me because I was also moving at the same time, so I had the challenge of I wanted to participate, I wanted to, you know be part of what happened what was happening in my city but i also had to like (laughs) (laughs) so that was a challenge but um you know it's i i became i i was really grateful that i had this really close connection with san diego yeah um that i haven't had before you know as somebody that's kind of moved here in the last couple of years i was really proud of this city and um you know, I, I was, I live a couple blocks away from the police headquarters. So I, I could hear out my window, like the protesters and, um, you know, and then go on Facebook and watch the videos live. And I was really proud of, of, of everyone and, and how well San Diego did and being peaceful, but still getting the message across. And, um, it's really cool. It's really, really awesome. It's been, yeah, with the protests that happened here in San Diego, it was really encouraging to see so many people come out and support and all of that that good stuff. Um, I had sent this article to Bash, I think, this this week about an article that came out about talking about the pandemic, um, COVID, which we can't forget. I just want to point out, people <laughs> are acting like it's over. Nobody's wearing a fucking mask or social distancing it's not over. And if anything, it's spiking within the country. So you, everybody yeah. still needs to wear the mask, wash their hands, social distance. But this article came out. There you go, Bashy. There you go. Um, this article came out saying how Gen X was the generation built for this pandemic and not so much the boomers and Gen Z. Which I didn't read that yet. Why? Why? Why do they say that? The main thing in this article that they wanted to point out was uh, that Gen X is a generation that was pretty much, they were latchkey kids. We were latchkey Mm. kids. So you're used to, Gen Xers are used to coming home, going home without a parent, being there because your parents are working all night and day. Um, So you were used to being on your own. We didn't have the internet. So we couldn't rely on that. Also, they pointed out, which I thought was really interesting in this article, um, we grew up on movies like Outbreak and Home Alone. (laughs) So (laughs) 
Um, it's very true, right? And you got to think of what did what did we survive as Gen X? Um, we survived Reagan, the crack ep- epidemic, the AIDS epidemic when it first came out, um, mm-hmm. the war on drugs, mass incarceration, and the SNL collapsion. Um, and all we did was live on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, um, and that was it. So they, they're saying that the Gen X generation was built to pretty much stay home and do nothing and wait it out. Where well, And I thought that was interesting because if you think about the boomer generation, they they came, they came di- didn't, if I have it right, they just came off of World War II. So they had a lot of, you know, like yeah. happy, e- up, up. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of not built for And then Gen Z is all connected. The whole thing is connected. Internet, people, social media, and that 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 what Rob? No, no, I was just gonna I was gonna say, um, yeah, because the baby boomers when they grew up, it was more common for like the mom to stay home yeah. more often. But like when we grew up is like in the seventies and eighties is when like kids had to get used to being home by themselves and there was no internet, no cell phones, like N- nothing at all. And it was like the la- the latchkey generation. Yeah. Um yeah, and then um now people have the internet and all that, so I can see how Gen X is maybe it's like, eh, we're kind of like the forgotten group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just as I, sandwiched in the middle. <laughs> I grew up mostly alone in my bedroom, waiting for a fifty kilobyte porn image to load. Oh, that was me, me. too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see. This is the the thing with Bashy <laughs> is technically you're a millennial, and I told you this. You're like a Gen X in a millennial body. Is what you are. <laughs> um, yeah. But they also said, so this article, and this was, um, the article was on NBC News, and it was one of their think points that had come out. And they, the article says that headlines has given, given, have called out Gen Z and some millennials for their inability to skip brunch. And they've chastised the boomers for not taking the threat of their health more seriously within the COVID epidemic. So that's yeah, those fucking boomers were out not doing a goddamn thing. Yeah, with fucking mad. Boomers don't take yeah. anything seriously. Yeah, yeah. I actually so, had this conversation with my mom about like why are boomers not following the rules, and her answer was that like our generation we were not told what to do, so like we just did what we wanted, and like oh, we're okay. like we protested and we made sure that we had all of our rights and things, and so they're like, no, we're not okay being told like what to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what leave you us do. Allowed. So, yeah, like we we fought for this. So like this is what we want. Okay. What yeah. do, what do you think about it all, Miss Miriam T? Um, I just think you need to wear a fucking mask and uh, <laughs> <laughs> need to shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. how sad that you have a 401k a retirement plan. We're able to buy a house. <laughs> Have great credit. It must be nice. And have a yard where you're not affected by not having to leave your home. I know. Jesus Christ. Miriam, what um what other color are you gonna put with that? I like it. Very little mermaid. I know. I did yeah, I didn't ask you guys what color because we were talking about serious stuff and I needed to move on. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. Um maybe some I might do some orange with it actually. I think that is the right call. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, away from the serious topic, we're going to get into something we haven't talked about in a couple weeks, and I'm really excited to talk about this with all of you. Yes. (laughs) We are going to get into RuPaul's Drag Race. We have a lot, a lot to talk about. One, we never talked about the finale. Uh, was it season 12? Yeah, season 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And All-Stars. So first, let's let's get brief thoughts on the finale of season 12 for the ones okay. that watched it. And I'm go ahead, Eric, cuz look at your fighting. First up. off, how could you not put on an eyelash or a lip, or a lip balm or lipstick or I didn't see it, so you guys are going to have to wow. tell me what happened. Yeah. So Rue shows up with a mask. That oh, was again. Bedazzled. She looked like the Zorro. Top, the top. Yes. Like a gay Zorro. Did uh, she give any explanation as to why she keeps doing that? Because she can't do her own hair and makeup. That's yeah. why. Hi, Rolo. Hi, Rolo. Your dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I just, I was like, she couldn't even bother, like you said, Eric, to put on a lash or a lip. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was interesting. I think all the queens looked great. Yes. Um, it just was very bizarre doing the virtual thing. And I didn't uh, understand no, why it... she was a giant eye. That was weird. And I don't. Who was a giant eye? RuPaul, when she was doing the one on ones with the finalist. Do you remember that, Miss Mariam T? She was a giant. Yeah. She was the inside of a giant eyeball. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Mariam, yeah. what is your take on the finale? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they did a great job with what they had to do. <laughs> 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 Such a Um, Particularly, Gigi and Crystal put a lot of effort into their, especially Gigi. Um, I will never get over Crystal method um, dressed as a bird puking into the baby bird's mouth. I I love Crystal method. Like, after that finale, I was like, God damn, she's so good. I watched it like three times. It was so, I had to like, process every time what was actually that's, happening that's some stupid shit i would do i know like, yeah. <laughs> i was like yes i feel seen i feel validated i uh, would love um, to see a miss Miriam t and a crystal method combo duo me something too oh, i will fun. say um whenever whenever Miriam's tea party gets back to life we are I'm, i am chatting with someone trying to get miss heidi in closet booked <gasps> here from san diego yes. Yes, and um, she won Miss Congeniality, which we all knew she was going to. Yeah, she yeah. Oh, she's just so personable. I'm, I love I'm watching hoping her. I can, hoping I can get her in my show one day. Oh can anybody God, can anybody do that whistle? To, uh, shh, shh. I used to be able to do it. <laughs> I can't. Well, I can't. <laughs> I love her so. My name's Heidi in Closet. I'm 24 years of fabulousness. I'm from Ramsey, South Carolina, where the chickens outnumber the people. Or my favorite thing. <laughs> doing is the fuck you fuck you fuck at the end of the day (laughs) fuck you fuck you and fuck you what were some of your guys's favorite looks from all of them that were there like who had some of the best looks that you remember from the finale yeah i thought jada was stunning i mean jada is god damn she's looked so good on all of them Top 10 most beautiful drag queens in drag race history insane she is every time i see her i'm just like the other one that I really loved the look was Gigi Good is um, RuPaul's beach house look from yes. MTV. I thought that was so clever and spot on. I loved and I it. Also, I really loved fucking Crystal Method's giant ass pinata. <laughs> Where she oh, farted. I see this. She farted. And then the she farted confetti? Yeah. Out of, oh, yeah I gotta watch pinata. it. It was so good. Hang on. So I'm going to get a refill. I don't want to. All right. Um, it was- but it was, it was uh, that, okay. So they did three, if I remember right, three yeah. lip syncs, one close up, right, and then one that they just did whatever, and then one where they all did the same song, same background. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I yeah. think for the close up, the best one was Gigi Good. Yeah, um, I would agree. I thought the best one for the one where they created their own was Crystal Method, and then I thought. Um, Jada was the w- overall performer for the one where they all had to do the same song. Yeah, yeah, that was she- the thing. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So it was kind of like I think, and I don't know how you guys, uh, Mariam and Eric, feel and Bashy, but I would have been happy if any one, any of the three won. Like any this of them. The first time I in a long time where I didn't really care who won, I would have yeah. been happy with any. Yeah, absolutely. In the there past, was- I've been like. Ah, she will win or yeah. die. Like, but not this. Yeah. Yeah. This season, the season 12 was the first time I was like, give it to any, any one of them. And I'm happy with it. How about you, Eric? I really thought it was going to go to either Gigi or crystal method just because, um, I thought Gigi was just exceptional the entire season. Yeah. Um, and then crystal was just so innovative that I, I, I just thought it was so good that she, had a really high chance of winning. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I I actually was a little surprised that Jada won. Um, but I'm happy. I mean, I think she was good, but I think out of the three of them, I think the other two were just 
something new and fresh for Yes, I would agree with that. They were both something different. Where but Jada was just, is just so good too. Yeah. They're all just so good. But yeah. but it, but it I point. think for season 13, the queens coming on for season 13, oh, they're going to have a tough act to follow <laughs> after season 12. Yeah. I know. Okay, so now we're going to get into all stars on uh, the new all stars premiered premiered last week. And then the second episode was this week. And the cast is so good for this all stars. It's Alexis Mateo, Blair St. Clair, Derek Barry, India Ferry, Farah, um, Juju B and Mariah Balenciago, yeah. Mayhem Miller, Miss Cracker Angina, and Shay Coulee. So my question to all of you is when they first walk in the workroom, who was your automatic favorite? Who had the best look, the best entrance? From the India Farah had the best look, the hands down boots, gaga, period. <laughs> we interviewed her, Miss Miriam Tia Dracon, um, mm. last year. Also, she was just so nice in person. So sweet. a little bit of a little bit of um gay education for you guys. When India did her workroom entrance and she turned around and she, it had the old school where it said old school and gems. Yeah. That was an homage to former Miss Continental Mimi Marks, who is a show hostess at Lip Chicago. When she won Miss Continental, she had a lot of flack for people calling her old school and stuff. And she had this like black gown and she turned around and had the cutout that said old school. Oh. And that's like very like punk for like yeah, Miss for Continental. The, yeah. You don't kind of like pull shit like that for Miss Continental. So that it was a direct homage to Mimi Marks for oh, that. So there's wow. a Okay. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Eric? Who is yours? Um, I mean, I was just excited to see it. Like, I love Jujube and I was excited to see her back and like, she's just so funny and it's, yeah. So I, I, it's actually been a little while. I don't remember any of the looks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I'm, I'm, it's such a great cast. I'm really excited and it's already turning out to be a great season. I know. Bashy, did you watch the entrance looks? Oh, your mic. What's wrong with your mic? We can't hear you. No. See, she Uh-oh. messed herself up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was on mute. Hang on. Oh, there you in? are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't see it, but I do have a favorite queen in that mix because Who? I've been listening to the song every day. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it's Are You Mad featuring Shea Coulee yeah. and Peppermint by Michael Bloom. And yes. I listen to it it's every... Really, really good. It's my starting workout song like every run I've had. Well, Shay Coulee's album right after she was on. It's so, so good. good. So fucking good. Um, I, my favorite, I, I hands down, I thought Shay Coulee is like, she's she's just so good. And she looked you, freaking amazing. Did you see that she did a partnership with Goose Island Brewery and she has her own beer? In yes. Chicago? No. Yes. Yes. Isn't that insane? <laughs> she has her own beer. Yeah. What an entrepreneur. She's getting into everything. I Product know. placement, music. I've been looking for it. I can't find it in San Diego yet. I, I, I want to get it. I love GGB on the I think it's only in the, the Twin Cities area yeah. in Chicago. Uh, yeah. okay. I think you can order it online, but I don't think you can. I don't think they're distributing nationally. Yeah. Got it. Miriam, why don't you have a beer? What would it be called? What would it be flavored? Is the question? <laughs> um, Would it be very hops, hoppy? Or... Because I'm not a, I'm not a globally famous drag queen yet. You're getting there. Is she though? Yet. I was <laughs> on my way before. I was on my way before coronavirus. I know. Shit. I think <laughs> all of us were far. on our way to somewhere. Oh uh, god. I'm... I don't. I don't Go know ahead. if I would want to be. I really want a perfume. I really want a perfume and a jewelry line. That's really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can really see the jewelry line. Yeah, Big yeah. Time. A jewelry line would be really cool. What flavor of a beer would you pick, though? Um, I would probably do. Um, I'd probably do like a, a Rattler of some sort, like a like a like a grapefruity, Ooh, okay. summery. Ooh. I like that. Like Radler beer. That matches like your... too much alcohol, a good little sipper. <laughs> I would a do sour, a, maybe? I would do a dark stout. <laughs> something stouty, heavy. 
No, I'd love dark. to do a that's dark. What I, <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm really excited that's on the All Stars is GGB. She knows how Everything. to make great TV. Yeah. She yeah. really, really came in knowing this is a TV show and a game show. And she's, oh, yeah. she is just so good on TV. I also oh. am really enjoying Mariah this time. Like she, her first variety show number, so good. So I thought it was good. bullshit that she was safe. I did too. I thought she should have been the top three for sure. I don't know why they yeah. just put her safe, but I love yeah. that Ricky Martin in the in that episode gave her props for what she the message she was sending out. Ricky yeah. Martin's in the first episode, and he looked yes. amazing. He looked he really good. Like I don't Martin. know what they did. I know. Fuck. Oh, I was like, uh, fuck you. Also, do you, do you guys think Miss Cracker is gonna like have a mental breakdown this yes. season? It's yeah. coming. Miss Cracker's right? on it too. Yes. yes. Oh my god, I fucking love her. Wait a I minute. Love how, I love how she's getting the villain edit too. I know. No. Did you notice that? Buzz? No, oh, no. It's fucking but for weird. This, but the second episode, oh, I felt so bad for her in this a new episode. I because I they were. She was funny. like, I haven't made a friend in years. I don't make friends and I, I identify. I don't know why people think I'm difficult. I wish people would tell me why so I can fix it. And she starts crying. And I was like, oh, okay. she's a weirdo. Like she's she's a little weirdo. She's, like um, you, Miriam. I really identify <laughs> no, I really identify with her. I get that too. I can be kind of a pistol to work with sometimes because people just like their brains don't operate like mine. Like yeah. you're very blunt. And so is Cracker, and we yeah. don't mean it in the wrong way. It's just like, I'm not going to pussy no, I loved it. around it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I don't like about it or why it's not working for me. Yeah. Right, which I appreciate because it just fucking saves time, which is my <sighs> most precious resource. That. People yes. are so dancing around people's emotions. Oh, yeah, like, I hate that. No. I used, to, I, used to, I used to be a lot harder and rougher with my opinion probably in my 30s and as i got to an older i just don't give a shit if if i have an opinion about somebody i, I will only give it if i care about them if i don't like you i don't care about you i'm not gonna talk to you yeah i don't have <laughs> that's time. how I, I don't have time You've just always been a bitch. Yeah, that's true. And I always look at Bashy going, <laughs> I always look at Bashy and go, oh, mini me. I remember when I was that age. Yeah, but like I have me. a... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. You You're can right. be a bitch, too. You're right. I can be a bitch because, I I mean, I, I like to think I'm a little tactful. No. If I... As you get older, you are less. T as this is what I love about you, Bashi. As you've gotten older, you've gotten braver and more confident in yourself, and it yeah. shows with the way you interact with people. And you've and you don't yeah. take as much as much shit as you used to. When I first we first became friends, you were more concerned with what people thought more so than now. Now it's just like yeah. I think I you, there's something that changed with you that you got more confidence and you the bull you your bullshit meter went way higher. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think, uh, Miriam, of India Ferry? Farah. It's Farah. Farah. I don't know why I keep saying it wrong. Um, he, tried, he tried to say India Irene. I know. That's what I was thinking. The video song in my you head. Because every from the video. <laughs> because every time her name comes up, I was I was obsessed with India <laughs> when her first album came out and that video came out. So that's yeah. what I think of. I love that you got that. Bashy. What do I you think, Marion? Because we got to meet her at DragCon and I, she was fabulously nice and kind and really cool. I have always been a fan of hers. I think she has one of the best mugs <sighs> in the game. So true. Um, I've always really admired her her eye makeup. Yeah. Um, and she can perform the house down boots gaga. Yeah, she um, won the first challenge. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I mean my money is on. I think Shea Coulee's gonna win. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. me too. Hands yeah. up. I, I, down, I think I think I think one hundred percent and I think everybody wants her to win too. Yeah. She's fucking yeah. good. Well, yeah. you know she's what's so good. Really interesting was on the first episode. They she broke it down about the finale of her season and said like she she pretty much thought she had it until the rose petals came out of Sasha Valor's wig. And when that and happened, then, she realized it was done. 
Yeah. Yeah. And she <laughs> said it on sucks. the show. And I was like, oh, man, now I really want you to win All Stars. Oh, yeah. Because she had more challenge wins yeah. that season. Yeah. She did great that season. And yeah. uh, Miss Mayhem Miller is on All Stars this season. Who well, wait, I think wait, wait. she's finally picking up steam in the second episode because the first one, I was hoping she was just going to do the look where she didn't do anything. She just had the eyes for that first challenge. And then it kind of like went downhill after that. But mm-hmm. the second episode, she did good. She's starting mm-hmm. to play yeah, the game. Yeah, the second so. episode, nobody really bombed. No. 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 And I thought it was I thought it was good that um Eric or Derek Barry went home that episode because he it wasn't Oh already? Yeah, it was yeah. Did you guys see did you guys see Willem, I mean yeah, Willem Derek. released a music video about Derek, Derek. Barry? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. You sh- you should uh, Bash, there's like references to to the first episode yeah. in that song, so it'll oh, make really? more sense. It'll make more sense what you see the All Stars. Yeah, for sure. How did Willem do that song? so fast? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I mean, oh, first to get voted off. was going to be off first, so they probably. It's almost it like in. he might have inside information. Oh. Wait, I know, right? <laughs> wait, all all stars was recorded before season twelve, is what I've yeah. heard. Oh yeah, so they've so they had knew. time, so they've um, known for a while. But all in all, um, we are gonna dive more into all stars on our next episodes and stuff. We're gonna get into it, but so far it's been a good first two episodes. Everybody's great. I'm really sad about Angina. If you guys didn't see the newest episode, yeah, yeah, it was sad mm, to I see agree. her kind of. Oh, just because wow. she was one I was like so excited to see on the show. Me too. Um, because she hasn't been on for what eleven? Ep- yeah, she was on the first season, season one. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was cool to that she still came on the show, but it would have been great to see her go farther. Um, it's going to be an interesting season, and especially with the twist of the, the sass- lip sync assassins. How has I that been it. going? How is, that, is it? I love so it. So great. The only it's thing so smart. Because I heard who the awkward, last one was. Yes. The only thing that's yeah. awkward is they bring these queens back to do a lip sync and they don't get anything. They just show up and yeah. they're the ones that are giving they the bad paid. news about yeah, I'm sure they this paid. is what the group said. And then they kind of just stand there awkwardly like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. That's the only part that's a little weird. But so, I do love that they're bringing different queens back to you. But wait a minute. How does the how does the flow of the show go? Because if the if the queen on the show wins the lip sync, she doesn't go home. So they still you still have to <laughs> lip sync for your legacy. So they pick a winner this, every week. The winner All Star Rules to, drives me crazy because it's know. like if it's a Tuesday and it ends in a Y and it's you and it, it Oh, I can't understand. It takes me half the season to understand the rules. But go ahead. Go ahead, Tony. So it is. (laughs) Oh, look at you, Mr. It looks really good. So the way it works is every episode they'll they'll have a queen that wins the challenge. That queen has to lip sync against a lip sync assassin. All the other queens get to vote who they would vote off based on the bottom ones. Even the bottom very survivor. Yes, very survivor. So the whole group gets to vote on who's going to be sent home. The mm-hmm. Whoever they vote, as whoever gets the most votes, that's who the lip sync assassin, that's the name that she holds. So if the lip sync assassin wins and not the other one, she pulls out the lipstick of the person the whole group voted off. If the lip sync assassin doesn't win and it's the queen that wins, she pulls out the lipstick that she chose. Not what the group chose. Oh. So alliances are already being made. And yes. And the $10,000 carries over. Yes, that's the other thing. Oh, it rolls? Oh, so it's a bigger pot? So this week's episode, Shea Coulee won. And because last week um, India didn't win, that $10,000 rolled over. So Shea got twenty. Instead You're telling me Shea Coulee was in the bottom this week? No, she's in the no, top. top. Oh, they're the, the top set yeah. of playing. Yeah. yeah. The top side. The so top one of the it. week is the one that has to sing again. Or I'm so confused, the, you guys. Just see, stop. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, had to, I honestly had to go back and watch it again and be like, okay, let me see if I understand this right, how it's going to work. Y'all are old. I know. I know. Miriam, did you? Miriam, what? Okay, so you have a lash on one eye. 
No, I don't have any lashes on yet. That's just dope. Did you just put liner? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Can I tell guys. you guys a funny story before um, we get into that? Yeah. Make it fast. <laughs> I was really high yesterday. And when I are you not sh- really high? <laughs> I got out of the shower and I was like, am I wearing false eyelashes? And I was just like, <laughs> I never realized how long my eyelashes strength. were. I was just sitting there and like, am I, what the fuck? I'm jealous. I know people you know what? Every lot, time, Bashi, you say in the boy group text message that you're getting high, uh-huh. I always think, oh, great, great. We're going to get a long text about your external beliefs on yeah, the deprivery of some Indian culture I know. in South Dakota. I know Dakota, you're all talking shit about Followed the, by the random of videos of you talking to Rolo <laughs> about your life yeah. and about these existential thoughts you're having. <laughs> And crying about and all of this stuff. I don't while Rolo, while Rolo stares at you as like, is this fucking real? He is loves fucking it. Real? Because and, then, and then you close it out with the lip sync to Britney or some yeah. random song. I know. And then you pass out and die. It's <laughs> a journey the whole night. It usually Every, starts at five yeah. and ends at midnight. Yeah. And it's like Buckle clockwork. Up, buttercup. <laughs> it's, it, it cracks me up because with a minute you say it, I'm like, up, oh, this is what I could expect. And then it's like clockwork. I'm like, there's the first one. There's a, there's a there's chapter a, for each one. Yes. Yeah. yeah it it's like existentialism, um, um, you know, Instagram scrolling. Yeah. Then you uh, go through Probably these. a Britney or an uh-huh. Ariana or uh-huh. Lady Gaga reference at some yep. point. Yeah. Uh, or Doja Cat. Is that the other one you're obsessed with? No, I don't like it. No, what was the other one? Du- du- Dupa Libre. Is Dua that Lipa. it? Oh, yeah, du- yeah. So it's it's so <laughs> funny to me because every time you get high, it's just like boom, boom, boom. It never fails. I know. Never it's so fails. much cleaner than getting drunk, though, because oh, yeah. at least there's like a set regiment. Oh, yeah. Done. And sometimes I'm like just as high as you, and I'm like, I can't. I can't look at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too high. I'm too high for this. Mm-hmm. I think you just potato on the couch. Who, me? Yeah. I play video games with my brother. Does you Do you like to be like less? Does your brain turn off or does oh, it get it more active? It depends on what I smoke. The, what, what you smoke. Yeah. Sativa, I'm, I, I am up. I am busy. I am working on podcast stuff. I'm doing my art. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. Indica, I am playing video games. I am chatting about whatever. I never, ever have Indica. Ever. I only do Indica. Never. You, Bashi, you did it on our 420 episode with March and Ash. And I was like, no, never again. Do not do it. No, I like my brain to be super active. Yeah. So, you guys, we're going to play a game <laughs> that we haven't done in a while before we leave. And I think it because it's Pride Month, we are going to do. Gagecation. We haven't done this in a long time. And Miss Megs isn't here. She's actually going to be jumping on in a couple of weeks to say hi. And we're going to catch up with her because she's been super busy with work. But this is. Oh God, we haven't done Wait, this what? in so long. Gay Gagecation of Megan. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, it's gagecation of all of us. So but the she's way in spirit. I know, I know. <laughs> and we still talk. I still talk to her all the time. She's doing great. <laughs> she's just busy with work and busy with life. Once we get back in the studio, she'll pop in more. It'll be much easier for her to do it that way. Um. So the way this, you guys know how this works. We're, this gagecation. I'm trying to say it so right every time. Gay education is going to be on a specific um, topic about the gay community. This week, we're focusing on trans, trans history. So I'm going to ask you questions, and then whoever, we're going to see who gets it. And whoever knows it, chime in. Let me see. Let's see if any of you know these, because some of these are hard. And most of these are going to be a little history, but mostly pop culture, since we're a pop culture podcast. Um, And we'll see how we do. How do we chime in? How, do, how should we do? Hand raise, hand raise, okay. so I can see you. Yeah. Okay, okay, first question. Earlier in 2019, and I know that says uh, earlier this year, um, a gamer raised 160,000 for transgender for the transgender charity Mermaids by playing nonstop gaming for an entire day. But what game did they play for the entire day? Bashy? Animal Crossing. No. Anybody else have a guess? I'm going to give you a clue. It's a very old game. It's an old, oh. famous game. 
<laughs> Bash you again? <laughs> no, no, not Pac-Man. Anybody have a guess? No? Hello? Yeah. Am I the only one? No. <laughs> old game? Old game? Warcraft? No, not Warcraft. Okay. Can I just yell things at it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Super Mario. No. Um, Ten. Nine. Oh, I can't even think of a game. Galaga. Right. What was it? Zelda? Galaga. Galaga, no. So, okay, so it's Harry Bruce is the gamer's name. He played Donkey Kong 64 for an entire day. <laughs> That's so random. And wow. Donkey Kong 64 is notoriously known for being a very difficult game. He spent yeah. 54 hours and 48 minutes playing straight. Um, wow. And the reason why he did this, he said, is he wanted to do his bit to help support the people who do the hard work of contributing to people's thinking on a certain issue and this came about after money was pulled from the charity of mermaids mermaids which is a trans charity in the uk money was pulled uh um their lottery funding was suspended because of an anti-trans campaign of the organization that was donating to the money they pulled all of their money out of it because of an anti um, trans campaign that was happening so this gamer just harry bruce thought upon himself is like I'm going to raise that money and give it back to the charity since they lost it. And he did it. And he got it? Yeah. He got he all raised, of it back. Yeah. yeah. He mm. raised it all and gave it right back to the charity. I thought awesome. that was really interesting for like a gamer. And and he's not even trans. He's but he's a bi gamer that lived in the UK and had a lot, a lot of trans friends. And he was very vocal about it. And this is he thought this is how I can give back to this community that means so much to him. And I thought it was a great story. When I was researching it, I was like, good for him. And that's just another way people could get involved. Do whatever you can for whatever charities that you want to support. Okay, so next question. What year – this one really shocked me. What year did the World Health Organization stop classifying transgender as mental and behavioral disorder? Bashy. 2011. No. Am I close? No. Anybody else have a guess? Not at all. 2014. No. Wrong. Any Eric, give me a guess. Uh, huh? 2017? I don't know. Closer. In, oh May, my God. in May 2019, the World <sighs> Health Organization yeah. officially changed the global manual of diag diagnose as in the previous manual, it was considered a gender identity disorder. So it didn't change until 2019. Can you guys believe that. that? That is insane. No. I mean, yeah, I, but no. I hate it. God, that, I, when I read that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, anyway, so next question. Which TV show has the largest cast of transgender actors in TV history? I know you guys all know this. Miss Marion T. Huh? Pose. Yes, Pose. Uh, <laughs> yes, you got that one right. Hey, did you guys see Billy Porter going off last yes. week? Yeah. Did Go you, what did it. you think about that? Good. Yeah, Pose. Pose is set, if anybody doesn't know, 1980s Ryan Murphy um, TV show set in 1980s New York, and it's about the ball culture, and it's right in the height of the HIV crisis that was happening in the U.S., um, and pretty much the whole cast is is trans. There's a lot of trans actors, and they feature them. And it's it's made like good good headway. Like it's really put it in the spotlight. It's so good. It's, it's a really such good a great show. show. I love it. it. Yeah. Okay, next question. Let's see if any of you get it right. Um, trans sisters, transgender sisters, and filmmakers. Lana and um, Lily Wachowski are behind which sci-fi fantasy franchise? Eric, Wait, I raised my hand first. Ah, uh -uh, it was the same time. <laughs> Let's say it at the same time. But wait, wait, wait! I actually, this is like a science film. I know this one, which is I know weird you to don't me. know sci-fi. I know. I know. Okay, ahead, I'll give Eric. it to Eric. He never gets to. The Matrix. And why? Why do you know that? Because I was going off about it the other night when I was high. So yes, shut the fuck are. up, Tony. Okay, oh, Bashy. Right, okay, right. Bashy. What was the what was the Netflix TV show that they directed? That Sense Eight. There you go. Thank you. Which is a great, great show if nobody's seen it. 
Um, yeah. But yes, the Wachowski sisters created the Matrix. Um, Lily went public in 2016 about her gender reassignment, and her sister Lana is the first major Hollywood director to come out as trans. They also directed Cloud Atlas, if nobody saw that. But yeah, those isn't are their- that amazing. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. We forget about that. No, and I was going off because the Republicans are like co-opting the red blue. Red pill, blue, blue pill, pill thing, and I'm like, do they know that that movie was made by a trans exactly sisters? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question, you guys. America's first transgender statue celebrates and honors mm-hmm. honors which activists from the Stonewall riots? Miss Miriam T. Marsha P. Johnson and oh, I can't remember the other one's name. You don't remember the Mexican? Marsha gets all the glory. I know. I can't yeah. remember her name. Come on. Uh, anybody? Anybody? I'm terrible. I forgot. Yeah. I got to I feel like Derek Barry right now. Remember to die at Stonewall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sylvia Rivera. Hello. Yes. Oh I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Yes. Um, Stonewall, 1969. Um, they were like the first, first ones out there doing all of that um and there's a statue in new york it was created in let's see if i have this in new york and was created to mark the stonewall riots 50th anniversary which i think it's great there should be more more of those kind of statues and those what's it called monuments around the country for all not just our bad I- past yeah, I have an idea. Let's replace all the Confederate I know, that's soldiers. what I was just thinking. <laughs> With Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Yes! <laughs> we should put them on Mount Rushmore. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Please. Yes. Well, that's that's complicated. I know. <laughs> okay, next question, Robbie. Next one. What is the year? What In what year was the transgender flag designed? Bonus question. By who? Well, I don't know that. Come on, guess. I'm gonna say 1998. Ooh, Bash, you're close. Really? Give up, everybody else. God dang it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 1999. Yes. Transgender woman Monica Helms created the first transgender pride flag, which was the which was first shown at at the pride parade in Phoenix, Arizona, of all places. Um, Mm. The flag has three different colors: blue for trans men. This is the part I didn't know. Blue for trans men. The pink is for trans women, and the white stripe in the center represents non-binary community. Isn't that mm-hmm. cool? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's, that's what the color is represented. Nice, Miss Miriam. Are you gonna Where all my non-binary babies at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question, you guys. Who made history by becoming the first openly transgender person to have a wax figure in Madame Tussauds? No. I knew this one. Come on, come on. I'll give you a hint. She was in um, the Fox Live production of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, Laverne Cox. There you go. Thank you, Miss Mariam T. Thank you. Yes, Laverne Cox is who plays Sophia in Orange is the New Black is the first openly trans person to have a wax figure in Madame Tussauds. In, In 2014, she was also the first openly trans person to be nominated for an Emmy. I'm glad it was her because I was going to say Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, next question. Next question. This one was really interesting. True or false? A transgender man pioneered the use of x-ray photography to detect tuberculosis. I'm going to go with true. 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 <laughs> yes. I, this one was interesting. You were a school teacher, Tony. You're going to pass all the time. <laughs> Alan, uh, Alan Alhard pioneered the use of x-ray photography to detect tuberculosis. He was also one of the first documented transgender men to undergo gender reassignment surgery in the United States. Hmm. I know. See, if it wasn't for him... I probably wouldn't have developed MRIs and CAT scans, and I wouldn't have found out I had cancer. A lot of people would be dead because of I know for for, because of a. uh, That's a very good point. Yeah, a lot of people. So whenever somebody says trans people don't commit anything, I'm going to be like, "Uh, "Have you ever had an X-ray?" 
well, yeah. there you go. That's because of a trans person. There you go. Next one. Um, I'm going to say this name wrong, Rob. Isis King is a transgender model who made history in 2008. But what did she do? Isis King? Uh-huh. I remember the show in 2008. Oh, no. Come on, come on, somebody. God, I forgot how gross Foundation feels. Yes. Mm. Anybody, anybody, anybody? Take a wild guess. 2008, popular show. A show? Yes. Do you give up? Jesus Christ, you guys are bad at this. No, I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> Isis yeah. King became the first trans model to compete on America's Next oh, Top Model. Uh, don't Appear- watch that show. I know. <laughs> Appearing on both the 11th and 17th cycle of the show, she now plays the role of Marcy Wise on the Netflix series When They See Us. Before catching the attention of Tyra Banks, she lived, this is interesting, she lived in an LGBTQ homeless center. And then her career took off, and it helped pave the way for a lot of other trans artists. I thought that was really Hmm. interesting. Okay, last question, you guys. Ready? Which trans woman recently had her acting debut and was also the youngest plaintiff in the bathroom bill? And this is a show we've talked about on this show. Which we, 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 I know Bashi and I really enjoyed and were really shocked by how good it actually was the show wait what what can you repeat the question yes which trans woman recently had her acting debut and was also the youngest plaintiff in the bathroom bill bathroom bill yeah huh i'll give you i'll give you a hint it was a new show that came out i want to say last year on hbo a series Oh, 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 I don't know the actress's name, but she's from Euphoria. Yes, Euphoria. It's Hunter um, Schaefer. Yes. Yes. Transgender actor who plays Jules in HBO series Euphoria, um, a character in which has been praised for good trans representation on mainstream TV. That show is really good. We talked about it. It is amazing. Such a great actress, too. And she was amazing in the show. Like, her storyline... Was so good. That and her makeup, cast. her makeup yeah. was always stunning. Yeah. Her like, yeah, beautiful. It would, yeah. But you guys, that's our gay occasion this week. That was gay a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Wait, what? Gay education. Gay education of Megan. I don't get it. <laughs> yes, Robbie. Oh, and if you like that that quiz. Be sure to check out Pink News. And yes, uh, the quiz. All of that information came from oh. Pink News, which is an LGBTQ plus news organization, and they you can find them on the website. Um, they they that's where I get a lot of my information from for when we do gay education and other articles. I get it off of Pink News, so you can check them out. It's a good it's a good yeah. little little website. But you guys, that's our show today, Miss Miriam T. You're not done. What are you gonna do with this? Uh, what? What color lips are you doing today? Probably pink. 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 Probably pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but you guys, next week we have Viva the Forest, which is going to be a great show um, on next week. So make sure you tune in. And I want to give a shout out to Now Trending. You guys could watch us on Now Trending every week, not just on YouTube. You can go on the Now Trending app. We are there. Um, you can watch us live on there. And also, Now Trending is launching a new app called um, Out. I want to let me pull it up so I don't mess this up. Out, what is it, Robbie? Out at TV. There it is. Out at TV on Roku, and they're going to soon be on Fire Amazon Fire Stick. Um, and our show is going to be on there. You can stream it live. Hulu, you can go, you can get Hulu on there and stuff like that. Wait, and what? Yes. We're yeah. going to be on Hulu? No, it's on the app. Go oh. Well, no, well, um, they're streaming on Roku, and who invited her is one of the shows. Shows on this, oh. show. yeah. So we're gonna be on there. Very cool. But we're gonna I be, know. we're gonna have our own app on Amazon. No, um, on this app, on the outright, yeah. That they're now trending. They're doing a new like. You oh, know how, fucking cool! Yeah, That's you awesome. know how they have here TV, Revel, all of that. Yeah, so it's but one we're of gonna those. be like an app. Yeah, we're it's one of those, and we are one of the shows on that app. 
that you can watch oh, that's us. Huge. Yeah, so you can we'll be able to watch us in there. The team who gives you now trending, that's that's their next thing that they're going to be launching. Good for them. I know. Yeah. I was like, look at you. So thanks to the <laughs> team at Hillcrest Social. Hillcrest Social. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charlie yeah, over there. Somebody, yeah. We gotta have somebody who's good at being a social media person. I know. <laughs> I know. Charlie, um, who's been on our show and who's who develops all of these is one of the people who develops them. He was the one who was like, hey, look, look what we're doing. So I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. That's so, crazy. Yeah, so make Charlie sure you go check out Now Trending, um, the app. You can watch our show and our our buddy Alex, Alex Rodriguez on The Rocks. His show streams on there too. So you can find uh, the, us there. Um, what else am I forgetting? Um, yeah, that's about it. How did people find you, Miss Miriam T? <laughs> You know, I'm like, can go to um, or you can find me on Instagram at the Miriam T. Yes, and yeah, bingo today, don't you? Yes, I think it's a private one though. Oh, okay. it's for um, okay. it's for Aspen Gay Ski Week. I think Ooh. it's a private. Nice. I think it's a private booking. It's a private booking. <laughs> and how do people find you, Mr. Bash? I'm at Simonin underscore Bash on Insta. Yes, and Mexican Eric. How do people find you? Mexi.eric on Instagram. I like your new place. It looks really nice. I know, it looks really nice. <laughs> and Robbie, do you have something? Oh, yeah. And um, I know we're new on YouTube. We've got a lot of podcast listeners. Yes. But be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Leave your comments down below on anything we chatted about or we want to hear your thoughts. We want to know who's listening out there. And thank you for supporting us. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you can reach the podcast at who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, we are Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can um, follow me on Instagram. It's Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni. You can email the podcast at thegang at whoinvitedher.net. We love hearing from everybody. Um, send us your comments, all of that stuff. We love hearing from everybody. Don't forget to subscribe, right, Robbie? Um, and today, you guys, our closing band song that we do is somebody an artist that hasn't put out music in a while but my uncle my tío Eddie um introduced me to her when I was in junior high and maybe that's why it turned out good it's Gloria Stefan released new music <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna fuck up the name I already know because <laughs> like I can't do it but it's um Quanda Hamor is the name of the song Quando I Amor. There you go. Thank you, white boy. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I I was obsessed with Gloria Stefan and her first album. Well, the first album I got exposed to was her Spanish-speaking one. Had no idea what she was saying. But in seventh grade, I was thought she was so glamorous and she was his Hispanic like woman. And then she came out with that one song that was really big at Pride and in the gay community. I can't remember it off the top of my head right now, but I've been obsessed with her ever since in Miami Sound Machine and all of that. But she released the new song this week. And so that's where we're going to close you with. <laughs> so this is it. And it's, I love it. I love it. It's like it is right. Yes, you guys, have a good weekend. Everybody stay safe, wear your mask, social distance, and we will see you next week. Bye. Yes.